Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, it is brand new Flyers Daily for the 3rd of May, 2023. Just five days now from the NHL draft lottery as the NHL playoffs continue and our offseason Flyers exit day player interview series continues in this episode with Cam Atkinson as well. How about though last night, the Florida Panthers, after probably a mentally and emotionally exhausting seven-game series, not to mention physical, uh, against the Boston Bruins. They come out in game one of the second round against Toronto, in Toronto, and double them up and get a win. Wow, was that insanely impressive. Flyers hoping to get back to these Stanley Cup playoffs and hopefully soon because the playoffs are just so spectacular, so fun to watch, and so fun to go through the ebbs and flows of playoff victories and, you know, some heartache along the way as well. Uh, but uh, the Flyers going to need all hands on deck to make that happen. And our guest in this episode is Cam Atkinson, who did not play a single game last season. And you know it had to pain him to not play a game since last season. Now, his one season with the Flyers was the 21-22 season where he played 73 games. He had 23 goals, 27 assists, and 50 points in that season. Didn't play at all, like I said, any preseason or at all this entire season. Looked like he was close to coming back a few times. All said and done, though, in Columbus in his 10 years as a Blue Jacket, 627 games, 402 points. He has scored 41 goals in the NHL. He has scored 35 goals in the NHL. And the Flyers are looking for offense, and he's a guy that can provide it, not to mention the element of leadership that he brings. So let's get to our interview, our feature interview, as our Exit Day player interview series continues. Here's my conversation with Flyers forward Cam Atkinson. Joining us on Breakup Day to wrap up the 22-23 season is Flyers forward Cam Atkinson. Cam, how you doing? Good. Good, good. Thanks for having me. How different do you feel physically today at Breakup Day than you've ever felt as an NHL player prior? Well, I feel healthy. Uh, it's weird, right? Yeah. No, it's, uh, I feel good. Uh, in a good uh, mental standpoint, in a good physical standpoint, and um, should be getting cleared for contact next week. You know, when I was preparing for this interview, I looked back to see if you had ever missed significant time, a whole season or anything like that, going all the way back through high school, and you hadn't missing this whole season, not playing hockey, something that you've done pretty much your entire life. How frustrating is it to not be able to compete? Yeah, that's it was definitely uh, – a year that I want to forget, but at the same time, there's a lot of ups too. And, um, you know, I, you know, there's nothing more than I want to compete with my teammates. And that's what I've been doing for a long time. Um, you know, it's, that's my life other than my family and not being able to go to war with my, you know, my, my brothers and, and try to help the team win, <clears throat> whether good times or bad times, you know, just being part of that, that was probably the toughest. Uh, but at the same time, you know, aside from hockey, um, my wife gave birth in January. So I had surgery December 21st, which was a kind of a scary moment. But then a week and a half later, my wife gives birth. So it all comes full circle. So I got to spend a lot of time with my family and my kids, time that I never typically would get because I'm playing. So I took full advantage of just being a dad and a stay-at-home dad. <laughs> yeah, and it'll make you appreciate things even more going next year, won't it? Yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, Plus, you'll get some sleep on the road. <laughs> yeah, I got some sleep. Uh, I went on the road to Chicago, so it was nice to be able to, <laughs> yes and no, to be able to sleep through the night without being woken up or yeah. being done. But uh, it's, yeah. 
um, when you look at what you had done, explain to people the surgery that you had. Yeah, so I had a herniated uh, disc, my C6, C7 in my neck, and uh, I I went the old school route where they took a piece of bone and stem cell from my hip and went through the front of my neck, took out the bad disc, replaced that with my hip bone and stem cells and fused my C6, C7 together. Uh, basically, <clears throat> before that, my nerve and my left tricep was shutting down and uh, just the nerve pain that I was feeling for three months is I don't wish nerve pain on anyone because uh, I couldn't sleep uh, and a lot of other things and just Is that painful you couldn't sleep i had to sleep in certain positions that were uncomfortable so it's just a process of Ugh. of trying to feel somewhat normal um you want to make somebody miserable take away their sleep yeah so and i need my sleep trust me i get slangry and, and mm-hmm. angry. uh but yeah i mean the best thing i did was get surgery and as soon as i woke up from surgery all that pain that i was feeling was gone wow so you lost a ton of strength there obviously too with the pain yeah it was it was uh Basically, I was told from the surgeon that <clears throat> if I don't take care of the atrophy in my left tricep, that it was pretty much going to be paralyzed. And um, I had maybe a month or two left to take care of it. And obviously, I got surgery wow. two days later. How scary is that? Well, I also didn't know yeah. what was going on. So it was nice to kind of be reassured that not only if I get the surgery, I'm going to my way of life after hockey is going to be normal, but yeah. I'll be back playing contact four months. And sure enough, I mean, I it, I got the surgery in December, but if I got it initially, and I don't regret anything I did as far as taking the time to, to rehab it naturally to see how I would do, because I didn't know the extent of the injury. But obviously, if I got surgery initially right away, that I would be playing this year. And if we made playoffs, I would be playing in playoffs because I get cleared next week. Yeah. Um, you know, we sat upstairs in the same spot last year when you and I spoke and after our interview I asked you about John Tortorella because obviously there was an interim coach and Mike Yo at the time and you got up and shut the door and, and we talked about it and you know Torts comes in you said to me then he's exactly what this team needs what'd you think of Torts in year one even though you weren't playing you still were able to observe it from semi outside yeah I mean I think from the top down um you know from it's not just the players. It's it seems like once he gets a hold of a team, an organization, he cha- he tries to change the culture in the way he knows and and that has worked in the past. And I think he, you know, our, our results probably don't. Uh, I mean, I will say you you when teams play against us, whether we go on the road or they come to us, for the most part, it's going to be a hard game. And yeah, they know they played you. Yeah, and it came down to the wire. I mean, I'll give the guys a lot of credit. They didn't stop battling, no matter how far along the season went. Um, even though we were out of playoffs, guys still battled to the very end. And um, you know, a lot of guys took a, some some big strides in the right direction that are going to continue to take strides next year. And um, it was good to see you know, those guys do that. I mean, with Torts, how he operates is the first year or two or, or the evaluation, you know, of mm-hmm. who he likes and who he doesn't want part of the, the solution. Um, and then kind of going through it that way and building a team like that. Were you able to kind of counsel anybody? You know, because Torts says, I don't do exit interviews. I do them every day. <laughs> and so were you able to counsel guys like, hey, he's going to tell you, but like you have to take the information that he tells you and 
and put it in on the ice and push yourself to break through barriers. One thing, I mean, Torts was my coach for six years. I've had a lot of coaches and, and listen, uh, Torts and I have a great relationship uh, outside hockey as well, but we, we don't always see eye to eye. Yeah. So, um, he, he's pushed me to, and he's going to continue to push me uh, to what he thinks is what I'm capable of doing. And that's what he does for other players. And he's very open and honest with you. And you might not like to hear it, but he's doing it for the right reasons. But at least you know where you stand with him. And a lot of coaches, they won't even have those conversations with you. So um, he's not meant for everyone. Mm -hmm. You know, just like other coaches aren't meant for other people, other players. But I appreciate what he's done for me in my career. And I, like I said to you last year, I know what he was going to do with this organization as soon as he got the head coaching job. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, I think he's going to be great for, for us and he's going to continue. You know, one of the things that I say about Torts is I say he's like a guy that walks around with a huge mirror and just holds it in front of everybody, forcing themselves to look at themselves and hold themselves accountable. That's part of it too, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, and it, he'll be the first guy to say it. it doesn't always have to come from him. So I've learned a lot being a leader for him, wearing an, uh, a letter for him in Columbus and, and how to just go about your daily business um, and how you practice is how you play and, and kind of dragging guys into the fight that way and and being all in together and, and yeah, holding guys accountable that you think are, are slacking. And, and, that's not like, and that's not calling out guys in front of everyone or, I mean, every guy's different in how you need to kind of push them. But, um, you know, in order to make that step and, becoming a winning franchise and organization again and changing the culture to a winning culture. You need to be able to stand up to your teammates and call them out, maybe in front of people in, in a positive way. Um, so you do hold each other accountable, and that's how you that's how you build it. Yeah, that's where the ultimate accountability it is, the guys that are going to battle with you. Last thing, Cam, how much are you kind of counting down the days to next year already? I mean, enjoy your summer and the whole thing, but, I mean, you got to be chomping at the bit. Yeah, I'm, I, I just had my exit uh, meetings, and I'm, I wish the season was starting tomorrow, selfishly, but um, it gives me more time to heal. Mm -hmm. um, and I've been obviously training the last couple months and skating for the last three weeks, um, so feeling good. And knowing that this is a super important summer for me, um, and I'm looking forward to obviously all the challenges and, and coming back and being a leader and, and helping this team win and being part of the solution. Well, enjoy your birthday coming up in June, your summer birthday, June 5th. Um, we won't say how old you're going to yeah, be. Don't, don't, uh, don't I, do that. I got you by a few <laughs> years. Don't worry. Um, but I, I can't wait to get you back on the ice. I can't wait to see you play again and uh, with Torts as well. And some of these young players, I think you can provide a ton to them uh, out there on the ice as well. Uh, enjoy the summer. Enjoy the family. And uh, thanks for doing this as always, Cam. Yeah, thank you, brother. Great to catch up with Cam Atkinson. You know, missing him on the ice is a big thing. And I'm sure that he was a player that was very missed in that room for his leadership, professionalism, the way he carries himself as a pro, um, but also for the media and for the fans to be able to hear from Cam Atkinson. You don't hear from injured players during a season a whole heck of a lot. And he's a guy that I like talking to a lot because you get just such no BS and just pure honesty from Cam Atkinson, kind of the way he plays the game. So hopefully he can have a great summer and return next year and be the effective player that he's been through for been for pretty much his entire career. So thanks to Cam Atkinson for joining us. Thanks to you for listening. Carter Hart will be our guest 
on Friday's episode. Intriguing conversation with Hartsey coming up. But everybody, enjoy your Wednesday. We'll talk to you Friday on a brand new Flyers Daily.